Hey guys, I'm Anita. I'm Chanel. And I'm Anne Marie. And we're the girls of Room, room 3228. <laughs> Jumbling through this episode. But welcome back to our channel. Today we will be discussing something very interesting. And we have two very interesting guests. Um, but we'll get into who they are and what they'll be talking about a little bit later. So we'll start off with a little bit of catch up with me and the ladies. So Chanel and Marie, do you guys want to start us off? Uh, so yeah, I can go. Uh, so since our last episode, I can't remember what it's about. Um, <laughs> but I truthfully, I don't know. It's been pretty chill. I've been feeling pretty unproductive, but it's been going okay. I've been in lockdown again in France, but they just lifted some of the restrictions. So I'm hoping to like travel to my family for Christmas. So that's pretty much what's up so far. What about you, girlies? What about you, Emery? I'm doing pretty good, just enjoying working and getting out of the house to work, I suppose. Oh, but something really excited happened, happened yesterday. Um, I bought this organizer for all of my products in my room, like my hair and like skincare products. And now everything's really organized and it legitimately made me so happy yesterday. I cried happy tears. It looks so nice. Um, yeah, so that's been the highlight of my week. Oh, <laughs> today I put up the Christmas tree. So that was fun. Nice. Yeah, kind of the same thing as what you just said, like getting festive. So last week we got our Christmas tree and we haven't had one in like two years. So that was exciting. But today we did a little bit of like Christmas shopping because everybody's doing some intense gifts this year. So I got my shit and I'm ready to wow my family. What are intense gifts? Just like things that people are really have really, really wanted. What are you getting me? We'll see. We'll discuss that later. Okay, so with that, we can go into our episode topic for this week, which is bromances. And we're really excited to be joined by our first repeat guest, actually. And his name is Joshua Castillo, or better known as Cast, I suppose, if you remember our last episode. Oh, then... <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me introduce Roshan. All right, all right, all right. Uh -huh. podcast. I'm sorry, go ahead. And Roshan Vargis, which is the plural of goose. In case anyone was wondering. Right. Yeah, when there's a, when there's only one of me, they call me Vargoose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're really excited to have both of them here. We met them at Baruch, so they're fellow Baruch alum, and they're gonna be talking about their relationship with one another as friends. <laughs> yeah. So Josh, take it away, introduce yourself. Come on, you <laughs> <laughs> this is a double introduction. But, so and, why, the reason yeah. why she asked this is because she knows that I hate doing this. Uh, <laughs> Josh uh, and uh, Ro should take it away. All right, man. My name is Roshan. Uh, how was that? I think that was good, right? I think that was. I think that was pretty solid. I think that was Literally solid. I think the worst. I don't even think we need to do the interview anymore. We know everything we need to know about this. everything we know. Everything I said a very descriptive. All right, all right. Roshan, where do we meet? Where do we meet, bro? Um, I'd say the the '94. Uh, man, it was like it was that festival in '87, I think. Right, the one with the uh, the uh, the the guy jumping off of the Ferris wheel. Yes, the, the guy, guy jumped off the Ferris wheel and started shitting all over the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then right. the cops came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty-seven got, was a crazy time, man. You had to be there, man. Tell yeah, me, man. Absolutely. 18, 18, 18, 1887 was wild, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We must practice this. <laughs> you said what? We must have practiced? No, no, no. This, this is, is what we're reminiscing. This episode's about bromance, right? We got to talk about context. Yeah, like man. how we met and everything, right? 
Mm-hmm. All right. Like, you guys can tell what you're in store for with this episode with our two guests. They have quite elaborate personalities. Yeah. So we're excited to dig a little deeper with their 87 meetup. Yeah. So maybe you could um, get to meet them a little bit more by asking these fast fired questions. Um, so I'm not sure if any of our listeners have ever seen like the YouTube videos, um, questions girls ask guys that most girls are afraid to ask or vice versa. Um, but we have a few questions for the guys and maybe they'll have some for us that they've always been wondering like what girls are thinking. Uh, so yeah, let's ask these questions to get to know more. Let's do it. I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Who wants to ask the first question? I'll do it. Why don't men cry? (laughs) Oh, that's, oh, that's men absolutely cry. That's bullshit. That's that's, yeah. That's that's that question is presumptive. We could probably skip that. Men cry. I think that there's just so much societal pressure to not cry, but I think nowadays men cry more than ever. It's such an important part of being a human. What? I've never seen a man cry. Are you serious? Yeah, I feel like most. I mean, now that it's more and more socially acceptable, it's, it, it happens a lot more in public, but men I feel cry. like always, always throughout history in private, men have definitely cried. Yeah. All, like, I feel like walking down the street, if I see someone crying, it's always going to be a girl. I've never seen a man just randomly crying when I'm walking down the street. Do you just cry in private? Like, I don't know. I, what yeah, yeah, yeah. No one has ever, no one's seen me cry. Like, yeah, nah, I don't cry publicly because it's like, I, I don't, I just don't find like a place publicly where I can do that. But like, I'm sure I would given an opportunity, but like, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't look for it. Yeah. Men cry, men absolutely yeah. cry. Any, any man that says they don't cry, they're lying. They're absolutely, yeah, absolutely men also lying. lie. That's, you know, that's part of being a human. So can I ask a follow-up to that though? Please. Like, because What's you up? both seem like you're fairly comfortable talking about like sharing, expressing your emotions that way. But yeah. I feel like there's some guys, especially some guys we've talked to in the past who will remain nameless who have expressed like not wanting <laughs> to you know, publicly cry and do you think maybe the way <laughs> that's funny you're like who will remain nameless and the other two know exactly who the fuck you're talking about <laughs> we don't name drop on this but um do you guys think it's because of the way that you were nurtured like the way your families raised you to make uh, it feel like it was safe for you to show your emotions that way or just like you just come to those terms on your own roshan you want to take that one first um i guess i mean yeah i mean I think more, yeah, because definitely, like, I would say culture-wise, like, Indian culture isn't really, Indian culture kind of got the whole macho man thing, too, so I don't think a lot of, like, you're not going to see a lot of old Indian dads out here hugging their kids and, you know, saying, I love you, I love you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think my family on its own, just my family itself, like, my mom especially, like, they were always open with, like, hey, just let it out, because if it's staying in, it's it's messing something else up, you know what I mean? (laughs) Something's going to get screwed up if you just keep it all inside and try to tough it out, you know? Yeah, my while my family wasn't necessarily like that, D- Dominicans are very passionate people. And uh, there's a lot of machismo in Hispanic culture in general. So mm-hmm. I, I guess that's why like men aren't perceived as criers, but I was, I was always allowed to cry if I was like upset. And uh, yeah, I never, I never had like any of that sort of toxic, uh, masculinity like I've, I've never been told oh like man up men don't cry I've never been told that growing up mm-hmm. my, my, my father especially was very attentive to that kind of thing so I wasn't a, a uh I, I didn't get that I, I've always 
it's always been a part of who I crying is it, it's important it happens like yeah. you never expect it when it does happen and yeah it, it's just a part of the healing process with whatever's hurting you if I cry it's it's because something like inevitably out of my control happened I don't really cry for like it, it's not a passive thing it's it's not like a a casual I don't do it whatever like monthly but when it happens it's like mm -hmm. oh wow there's you know it, it, it's an existential sort of thing that's how it is for me i don't know if Roshan. i think yeah i think that every person cries but like i think there's certain level like everybody has their own level to which what would cause them to cry like for some people like you see like a commercial about dogs like that's the break like that's like the you know start of the breaking point but for other people it's a little higher but they, there's still something that will make them cry you know what i mean like there's, there's a couple, there's a lot of things that make my, like my mom cry, my sister cry that really don't make me cry, but still feel sad about it, but not cry. But I also have like a point where, okay, like I'm shedding tears. Like yeah. I think everybody has their own level, which breaking point. Once again, yeah, they're going to shed tears no matter what. Okay. But if sad dog commercials don't make you cry, then I think there's something wrong with you. No, sad dog commercials don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel bad for the dog. But they're like, trying to make you cry. And to me, it's like, this is a, you know, like a weird marketing thing. So I see kind of right through it. What makes me it cry, that stuff seldom makes me cry. Like sad movies or mm. moments and shows, they just, they make me emotional. Same with songs. But really what makes me cry, most times when I cry, it's because of like a, a beautiful, a, a beautiful thing. Something that like get, makes me passionate or it makes me feel more grounded. Um, th that's most times. I, I've cried when I'm sad plenty of times, but never for something as simple as like a, a commercial on TV or anything like that. I cried during Inside Out when a oh. certain thing happened. That was that was really. Is that the cartoon movie? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, an amazing. That's, that's an amazing movie. That's, that's an amazing, amazing movie. Totally. And if you don't cry, like that is a, that's a tearjerker. Like that, that is a tearjerker. A moment in it that will. Your voice is gonna get at least shaky. Like even if you yeah, don't cry, you're gonna get a little absolutely. bit of ah, like you know. Isn't that yeah. about feelings? It's like a cartoon, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's about feelings. It's really good. It's it, let's it's use the right word though. Animated. Nice. It's an animated movie. Yep. It's, it's about a girl growing up and uh, the feelings that are inside of her head. And basically, the whole premise of the movie is um, that like one, some of the feelings get lost because it's a coming of age kind of story. So mm -hmm. some of the feelings like they get lost and they have to try to find their way back to the main center. And it just goes through her emotional journey um, after her family like moves to a new place and she goes through struggles with like joining a new, a new team, uh, moving into a new house, being a part of the new kid in school. But it's all from the perspective of inside of, of all of her feelings. So there's anger, sadness, happiness, um, fear, fear and envy. I think that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. And and all of those those five like principal emotions. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. And there's a moment in it that's like, wow, that don't spoil, don't spoil, don't spoil. I won't, I won't. <laughs> that movie, that movie is perfect for the, the question you asked about yeah. like crying and everything and like with men and that's a good movie for that. Yeah. It's a top three Pixar movie. Top three, probably animated movie. All right, let me not say that because mm, that's I, I know a lot of, but Pixar movie is definitely, definitely up there. You should definitely watch it. Inside Out. Yeah. Well, I said rapid fire. And Sorry. Now we're <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, whoops. All right, let's, let's do it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we asked one question do you have a question for us anything you want to know about girls uh 
<laughs> Roshan, you got one, bro? Right. You think we know all, all right. Know. All right. This is more like just a common stereotype, but I feel like this isn't always the case. So, you know, like the whole stereotype, like, oh, like you going out with somebody or you hanging out with somebody. Oh, like women's just taking like a, a woman's just taking such a long time to get ready. I don't feel like that's always the case. Like, like you, there's never a day where you just five minutes, you in and out of the house. Okay, Not five I, minutes, I'm exaggerating, but like, I you know, it like, depends on the girl. I take at least an hour. I will never leave the house in five minutes. Never. Unless I'm running like late for an exam, I will not leave the house in five minutes. That's just me. Yeah. Depends on where I'm going. Like mm. if it's like if I'm going to school, if I'm going somewhere casual, I could do five minutes. But if I'm supposed to dress up and be pretty for it, then I need the hour. Mm-hmm. Like you want to take a nice, decent shower. I need the hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think honestly it really depends on the state of my hair. Like if my hair is not braided around like a protective star or something and I need to like comb it and like do a lot to it it's like a two hours max but if my hair is like braided or something is like already prepared with it I can be out of the house at like 30 minutes or five minutes is just unreal you didn't wash something yeah I was I I, that was a bit of an exaggeration because you're probably not clean if you leave it out in five minutes it's the minimum minimum turnaround time from waking up to leaving uh your place of residence minimum turnaround time for I a daily to... commute thing, like like yeah. for work or school, like something that happens every day. 45. Yeah, I've been 15 minutes. 45. Oh, that's mad good. Now, that's impressive. That's, 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 really that's mad good. good. Yeah. 15 minutes? That's really good. <laughs> that's very fast. The thing is, like, I'm also more willing to be, like, late for wherever I'm going. Word. So I can have, like, my preparation time. Because if I leave feeling gross, I'm not going to have a good day. I'm yeah, not I'd rather, I would much rather be late and prepared. Yeah. On time and like I'm not prepared. feeling confident, not like, <laughs> yeah. I also like to make a dramatic entrance. I prefer to be late. <laughs> no, I can't. It depends <laughs> on what it is, depends on who's there, and depends on how important. Like, if it's a job and who's there too, like if a cute guy is going to be there and I know this ahead of time, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that hour. Right. But if it's just like the people I don't really care about that much, like you actually have a day, I can do 15 minutes. That's funny. You. Nope. So it's our turn to ask another one, Chanel. Yeah, it's our turn. Yeah. Hit it. Got something, Anita? Oh no, I was gonna, I was passing it on to you. Okay. So, can guys and girls be friends? What are your Absolutely. opinions? Absolutely. Yeah. And like nothing. Like you won't have feelings. You won't. That Harry meets Sally shit, bro. That's so antiquated. And it's not. It's so. It's based on the notion that like all men and women are. Uh, all that men and women are good for on a uh, fundamental level mm-hmm. is uh, sex and relationship. Mating and yeah. And that's not true. Like that's, uh, that's, that's just not true. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, cause I feel like pre-college, like every guy I ever became really good friends with ended up having a crush on me. So I just feel confused about this. Yeah. Uh, well, it happens a lot. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but yeah. it's, it's not, it's by no means like just a con- like constant, like if there's a guy and a girl, one of them has feelings. No, that's absolutely not true. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. See, that's a rapid fire question. You know, yeah. like I, I, we could go way questions. more in depth, but we'd like. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. <laughs> you keep it there. Okay. Now the guys, you have a question. Yeah, this is your last one, so make it good. Yeah. Our last one. What? Yeah, this is the last question you can ask us. <laughs> oh, this is really rapid. Oh, can we save it then for later? No. What? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, but you can ask questions like throughout the course of the podcast. Yes, you're allowed to do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, after this question, y'all better shut up. Yeah, like, <laughs> do you realize what you just said? This yeah, is yeah, a yeah. question, but you can also ask more questions. I, I mean, the point is for us to ask you questions, but later on, if you have a burning question you want to ask us, like, go for it. If your significant other mm-hmm. has a close friend who's a woman, what are your thoughts on that? Wait, wait. I'm all for it, personally. Yeah. Like they're like, like they're tight. Like they're really good friends. Like yeah. they've known each other before you guys have known each other, type of thing. Yeah. Like thing is that I am that person with my guy friends. Like I'm always friend zoned. So all my guy friends always end up having girlfriends, and I'm just there, like, hi. <laughs> so I have to be cool with it too. I yeah. I think like. To piggyback off what Chanel said, I'm like 100% okay with it. I think like meeting a guy who is really close with a girl um, helps me see that he's able to develop a connection with them that's deeper than a sexual like, thing. Yeah. So, like makes me be able to connect with him in a way that he otherwise might not have been if he's not open to being friends with just be- with being friends with women. And then a guy who's like afraid to be friends with women is almost like scarier to me than a guy who's not willing to have that relationship. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because it's it's suspicious when a guy isn't like doesn't have first it's always suspicious when a guy doesn't have like good friends that are mm-hmm. of the same gender but like he isn't able to just make like a basic friendship with a woman I think that's even that, that that's called for suspicion Anne Marie is awfully quiet yeah no you <laughs> when I asked that question you gave a little bit of a side yeah, eye like yeah I don't know about that. Bit of a, mm-hmm. I think Anne Marie's the heavy jealous type. Okay, so I thought I wasn't, but then, okay, I don't think I am, but I think it depends on the girl. I think for the most part, I feel pretty secure usually when I'm dating somebody. So um, it really depends on the girl and the relationship that they have. Like if I feel like the girl is really just a good friend and they're really just like, like I have no problem with them actually being friends. It's more about the way that the girl handles the relationship. Like I've read so many horror stories like online or like just like in tweets and stuff of like girls trying like guys friends who are girls trying to like go after them and stuff so I think it really depends and I feel like you can tell if they're like that person's like trying to push you out or like if they're just really a good friend hmm. but it does make me a little bit uncomfortable but I would never restrict but it still makes me a little bit uncomfortable right but would if if it gets to a point where uh like it's affecting how you are with him uh you should say something right yeah communication yeah. is so important I didn't yeah. realize yeah it's so important yeah yeah, I think that's important. Depends on also if like you want to spend time with your boyfriend, and for some reason the girl, the the friend that's a girl is always there, always trying to have his time, and <laughs> kind of like, girl, you need boundaries. Yeah, so it's all about communication and boundaries, of course. Yeah, because I also have like for most of my life, I had mostly guy friends. I'd say so. I think it's hypocritical for me to say that like they can't like like my boyfriend can't have girlfriends. Yeah. I, I read something on Twitter that was like, uh, uh, my man can only have two women in his life, me and his mom. <laughs> <laughs> if he has a sister, if he has two sisters, he has to pick one. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I was like, oh, fuck. that kind of shit. I feel like, all right, this is actually a separate topic of conversation. I don't want to dive too far off of it, but really quickly, I feel like Twitter and social media in general perpetuates and celebrates uh toxic relationships oh man. oh yeah, oh, Hell yeah. Like, oh, that's my God. not fucking okay but people retweet like Haha, me 
Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, fuck. What do you mean me? That's not okay, bro. Like that's yeah. not okay to do. I feel like most social media does that. I've been looking at TikTok lately and some of there are like whole threads for people who get divorces where they're like filming things that are happening with their significant other. Well, and it's like, okay. this is it's what like, happened like a week before we got a divorce. I'm like, why are we putting this on social media? For this real, is, like, yo, y'all so really open, aren't you? Like, I was like, why is this happening? And all these people are like, oh, you go girl, you go. I was like, why? I was like, why is this even recorded? Like, what is happening right now? You know, the this is off topic, but this is really just really wild. And it, I've, I feel like it has to be just somebody making something up because somebody sent me a TikTok because of how yeah. like they sent it to me because they're like, yo, this is just ridiculous. Watch it. It was some girl in her car doing one of those, I guess, you know, you know how there's some song and everybody does a trend with it, <laughs> like how TikTok works. It's one of those things where like it um, constantly escalates. Yeah. Like, I love that one. You know, it's like, I think it's recent. Like it's like somebody who's singing. Um, bad, yeah, 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 bad romance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right, right. And so each time, like, they go up an octave. The plot line uh, progresses. The plot line gets even crazier. And it started off with, like, um, my mom got a divorce from my dad. Boom. That's the first one. Second, um, my mom got married to my stepdad. She found a guy. Boom. Third, my stepdad started acting a little funny with me. That's three. And four was, like, I kind of started liking it. And then five was... (laughs) Me and my stepdad started hooking up, and then six was my stepdad left my mom for me, and then seven, and then seven was my mom kicked me out, and now me and my stepdad are married happily. And I was like, "Yo, there's no way (laughs) this can't be real." Hey, thank you guys so much for your answers. And now we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be back soon. Okay, thank you so much, our lovely sponsors. Uh, So now we're here to ask some guys, ask the guys some other questions, more about their bromance and their relationships. First question: What does a bromance look like for you? Yeah, go ahead. So so for you, meaning me and Roshan? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not a bromancer. (laughs) The bromancer. (laughs) Roshan, what do you uh, what do you think? I think in general, like. Any person that I have a close connection with, like Josh, mm-hmm. there's always something that we first like uh, get cool off of. Like there's some, there's something, there's some relation there, right? Yeah, so I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say you'll always find that a lot of bromances actually start off as uh, you both uh, fangirling over something. Exactly. Yeah. So like, whether whether you watch wrestling or whatever the fuck you're into, you, like. You both, yo, did you experience this? Yeah, I did. Yo, oh, okay. And then you both like talk about it and give your perspective. And then you realize, oh shit, I like this guy because we share perspectives <laughs> on this thing. And then it develops from there and then it starts to expand more and more. So with me and Roshan, that's absolutely music. And he and I, uh, if you've ever just been in a room with us for more than 30 seconds. It ends up getting into some bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we go off, we do not shut the fuck up about the music that we're listening to, things that we heard recently, just trading back and forth. Yo, you heard this artist? Yeah, it sounded it sounded heavily like, you know, uh, Donuts from Dilla and then da, da, yeah, man. And the sample used in Donuts was taken for the, oh, fuck. yo, listen to this. Oh, you ever heard of this guy? Bro, I'm putting you over now. Oh, yo, wait a minute. He featured on this track by this artist I love, yo. It just doesn't stop. Just and bouncing back and forth, back and forth. A lot of a lot of back and forth, yeah. So it's just ping-ponging off of that. And then uh, it transitions with us. It's very stark. So we'll, we'll go there. And then uh, it's like, 
yo, bro, I've been in a, I've been in a slump lately. And we just talk about, you know, feelings. It's just, it's very dynamic. We, we don't. There was like, for Josh, and the funny thing with Josh, like, I feel like my, like my friendship with Josh, like I just, it kind of came quickly and like, it was pretty fast. Like, cause like from me, cause like, when do like, I think I met you for the first time, like met you, met you when you first was on the Senate table. Like I wasn't like, it was like junior year, I think. Yeah. So 20, uh, seven, 2018, eight, yeah, 18 to 19. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. So that, and like, I guess that's when I first met Josh. And like from there, like it just slowly, slowly, slowly. And then once we started like really like talking to each other, just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I left my guitar in Erica's room and I have like a thing about people that I don't know using my guitar. And I walked into the room and Rosie just fucking, he just turned with the guitar in my hand. And I'm like, yo, what the, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no. I don't know him. I'm like, hi. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry, dog. I've been busy about that. I was like, who is this chatty ass motherfucker? Just <laughs> yeah. Oh man. There is no one I, I'd rather trust my guitar with now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I really noticed your bromance was when we had our leadership weekend trip for student government. From the way they would talk about music going back and forth, back and forth was so adorable. It was like one of the cutest things I've ever seen. I remember watching it. I was like, oh my God, is this even real? Like, did they re like rehearse this? What's happening right now? Yeah. Nah, we don't, we don't rehearse anything. We just, she's just talking, man. <laughs> None of your bits are rehearsed, but... I guess we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> we we both know that we don't have the, uh, the the discipline or the time to rehearse that kind of shit. Exactly. Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's oh my god. It's very very natural. That's that's what uh the root of our bromance is, and any good bromance. It's natural. Yeah. Any. Yeah. I I think the term bromance would be like I think it just applies to anybody, any any friend that you just get really close with, you know right. what I mean? I, I think that's an extremely basic definition, but like, that's like, there's something that like you have a relation between you two that you can always, you know, go back to and relate to. And then that just expands the whole bunch of other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What is one artist or like genre of music that you can both go on and on about with each other for, or like artists, album, whatever. Don't get them started. Don't get them started. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so curious. <laughs> right. Uh, We've talked an lot, ample, ample yeah. amount of Kanye West. Kanye West, Jay Dilla, Jay Dilla, common. A lot Oof. of uh, like we, we talk we random stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of a lot of you know, uh, fucking snarky puppy and snarky puppy. Like, my God, no, this we won't do this, bro. <laughs> yeah, like it. And like, I'm so curious about it because me and Marie and Chanel all have like very different tastes in music. Yeah. Like we all appreciate each other's like tastes, but I don't think, you know, like Anne Marie will listen to the playlist that I have on my phone or Chanel will listen to the playlist that Anne Marie has. Like we all have very, very, very disconnected right. tastes, even though we're still super close. So it's interesting to see that you guys have like an overlap. Yeah. Of, like, we, preferred taste in music in that way. We have a lot of overlap. We have artists that like, just he listens to that I don't or just I do that he doesn't but like mm -hmm. a lot of commonalities in what we're listening to on any yeah. given day yeah but the, the crazy thing at least to to sorry. me oh I'm sorry Emery I think I just no, okay. go ahead. <laughs> um even the artists that like I might listen to a lot more than he does and he might listen to a lot more than I do like anytime I've heard it when he showed me or he heard it when I showed him there's always like something in the song or something in the track you're like oh yo that is pretty dope 
like I remember there, there's this there's this artist Freddie Gibbs that I listen to a lot, but Josh has listened to as much. Then I remember like we were in the car and I was playing the album. I was like, yo, I love this album. Yeah. And like he wasn't as crazy about Freddie Gibbs, but then like he heard the production. He's like, yo, this production is dope. Right. And exactly. Like, and now I always been- love Freddie Gibbs. Now it's like and it started off with that. So exactly. It's just a very natural, you know, flow of conversation. He put me on to yo, you got to listen to Bandana, listen to Pinata, listen to this, da, da, da. And yeah, he's, he's incredible. Has there ever been a song that one of you showed the other person that you absolutely hated? And if so, like, how did you tell the other person? <laughs> he and I don't really hate music like that. Yeah. No, so we don't really like any, you'll find me listening to anything. And uh, from Jordan Sparks, Shawn Mendes, <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, I don't, I don't go, oh, I hate this. So it's it's always just like, eh, you know, this is okay. Not really for me. Yeah. There's this one song that Chanel loves. And I hate to tell her, but I just hate it so much. Like, every what's, time she cried when she told me this. What song? Drew Barrymore by SZA. That is a top Drew oh Barrymore is phenomenal. You don't like that? I hate this song and it hurts my soul. Oh, I think it's really like the story, oh. like the whole album is such a story. The and entire I, album is like a very unique story to her. I like the album, but standalone, I just don't like the song. I just but, well, what don't you like about it? Just Thank the you. melody, the beat. I just don't like any like the lyrics are fine, but like the way the actual song sounds, it just doesn't sound appealing to me. That's interesting. I it's it's such a great record. It's so timeless. Um, the the swing to it, the way that she bobs and weaves with her melody, like, it's such a fantastic song. I don't I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. Exactly. That's, yeah. That, that whole yeah. album was perfect. But that's the beauty of music. The yeah. That's the beauty of music. Anne Marie can hate something, and then Chanel loves it. Chanel could hate something, and Anne Marie really likes. It's all. That's true. You know, all over the place. I never hated anything Amory loved. That very such a great track, though. I don't like there's other songs. The whole album is fantastic. I don't hate any songs on control, but there's other songs on control that are easier to hate than yeah. Drew Barrymore. Like, like what? Like what? I can't think of anything. Uh, be careful because I am so protective. Over that's that. the thing. Like, <laughs> I love all the songs. I can't name a single one. I like her voice is insane, man. She got such a the only thing that broke my heart was you can argue um live who like she really struggled live for a little while but i think she's gotten better but there was like that one video where i was like the v- monday and thursday and friday <laughs> oh, yeah bro, Tuesday we, we Thursday. like that's that's amazing bro like it, that's a fantastic track they're all great but like you could there's so many other songs that are like that you can make a uh i guess an argument for like this isn't great like the one with travis scott Love Galore. Yeah. Like that's, no, still, no. that's still a good song, it's man. Still a good song, right. Compared, single, to compared to Drew Barrymore, bro. Like I don't know. I also tend to associate songs with certain moments in my life or certain experiences. So if it's associated to a negative experience, I just don't like the song. Is it associated with a negative experience? Yeah, I think so. That's all you yeah. have to say. That's it. So yeah, that makes I sense. I just don't like the song in general. Wait, but, but I think what, what made me hate it was the experience that this What experience? With. What was the experience? None of your business. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Matter of fact, peace out, y'all. I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> where, where Nobody can even see what you did because it's a, a verbal podcast. Oh man, I'm not. My, my face is gonna be on this. No, oh, man. That's, uh, that's unfortunate. I thought they were- <laughs> I didn't get ready for no reason.
Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what do you guys look for in bromances or just in your friends in general? Are there any specific traits you look for? Are you super selective in your friendships? Loyalty is huge for me. Yeah. I got to know that I can like trust fully, you. Yeah. Fully trust you and that you are uh, coming from the right place. Like I got to know your roots. Like what, uh, what um, experiences have you had that have made you the person that you are? And if they're in line with mine, then uh, it's, it's very easy for that connection to be made. But loyalty is very big because um, today, nowadays, um, I don't want to be like, oh, we're living in a society, but uh, <laughs> our society, it's very, things are very fickle right now. Relationships are very fleeting. Um, there's no foundation to uh, a, a lot of connection and it's perpetuated by, you know, TikToks and Instagrams and all, all of that shit. So like, it's important that a real life connection uh, is just solid because that, that's all that really matters in the end. Roshan doesn't have uh, social media. You know, and really, like, I'm not on Instagram, Twitter, yeah. like, you know, and that's like right there off of that. I'm just like, oh, shit. OK, this guy's different Then the music. And it's like, OK, cool. And then, you know, immigrant family came up, you know, to struggle with his stuff. And it's like, OK, that, like there that's that's in line with the kind of experiences that I've. Had. So, yeah, that, it, we just both have similar foundations that that really correlate. Yeah, I I completely agree with that like just being able to trust somebody like I think you'll only open up with somebody and be vulnerable with somebody at all if you trust them because you're not going to go just to some random guy and be like yo man I've been struggling with yada or like yo this happened to me yada, yada, yada. you know what I mean yeah. I think for me one thing that I always I don't want to say judge but like how I see a friendship like the like the how much I like how much of a level of friendship that is how much of a close relation that is is that like like and I only have like a handful of these because it's, it's super rare where like, if we didn't see each other for a super extended period of time, like just say I didn't see somebody for like a couple of years and then we see each other for the first time in a while, like you're picking up like, like you know, right nothing, nothing changed. Like nothing, like you're picking up right where you left off. Like that kind of relationship, like I only have a few of those, but like those relationships are like, you know, you guys just, you guys click, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Those are the best types of relationships. Yeah. Like the effortless ones. Mm. I think why that's a, why a lot of like, I guess casual like you know peer to peer friendships end up fading a bit because it everybody's life gets like as life goes on you go older you get more responsibilities or you do different things like your availability in terms of time or like this and that this and that always change so you can't like see people every day or do this every day so like you know that's why like I feel like some casual relationships end up you know dwindling a bit as time goes along because you know those relationships that are like solely built on, I need to see you every day and talk to you every day, that kind of thing, you know? But then the ones that stay are like, you know, this is somebody just I have a really good connection with. When did you get so wise, Roshan? Always, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, Roshan is uh, he's as wise, an, uh, as, wise as an owl. He's <laughs> all seeing. That's why I got four eyes, because I see everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> So how have you guys maintained your relationship through the pandemic? Because I know, Josh, you said loyalty is really big to you. And Roshan, you were saying like preserving a relationship, even when you can't see that person in like a physical setting. So how have you guys like maintained your connection? Check, you know, like check in. Like, I mean, like this uh, recently we hopped on a call just like, yo, how you doing, man? What's going on? This and that. We were talking like 
like every time we show each other, like, yo, peep this, peep that, peep this, peep that. Like, that's a lot of our conversation. <laughs> peep this, peep that, peep this, peep that. Like, I remember <clears throat> a couple, I don't know when it was, you remember when you showed me the uh, the knock knock Mad Lib track? Yeah, 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 exactly. And then that divulged into this crazy conversation, just fangirling about, about Mad Lib. And then, like, you know, like music never dies. So for that reason alone, like music never stops. For that reason alone, there's always going to be something to talk about. Between us. Never yeah. stop, right. And with, when it comes to maintaining it, Anita, like you said, over this period of time, super challenging. It's, uh, it's just periodically um, checking in, not because you have to, but because you want to. Want to. Any, mm -hmm. any relationship that comes out of like obligation, like it, that, that's when it gets whack. So like I'll send him a message and then he won't read it. I have no reason to get like, offended at that i send him a message he sends me a message i don't read it for two three weeks like and then he could send me another message and it's not like yeah it's not like it's not we we under because we we understand that fundamental right and that's not just like because of the pandemic i guess it's also because you're like you're getting older and learning ways to yeah we're also both working as well and yeah. then on top of that you know like so <clears throat> things get busy but like like the same thing with you know like it's just when you have a connection with someone like you know it, it, you know that's always there so you're, you're never like tripping over like minor stuff you know like oh i sent yeah. this message two minutes ago why 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 is why am i not getting a response uh, yeah. you know like yeah. yeah yeah i think even now like a lot of my conversations have come down to like just sending somebody a meme or like a link to a song that i really enjoyed and that's like still enough for us to feel the same connection or the same love for each other without having like a two-hour conversation like we would have had in the club room just because it's like we're living through different times that don't allow for that same vibing, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to um, come back to what Josh said about masculinity. Uh, can you say that, like, depending on who you're with, like, either if it's like your guy friend or if you're with somebody else, like how you perceive yourself, um, I guess, as mas in masculinity or what your thoughts are about it? Uh, I don't, ooh. Roshan, do you feel defined by your masculinity? Honestly, like, not like, yeah, I never like, I never like walked into a place and be like, you know, I'm, I'm a man. man, I'm a man, I'm a, I'm a man, I ain't, I'm a man. Like, I've never really, I've never really like, exactly, you know, yeah. been in a situation like, you know, like, I don't know. And even with like, I've never, like any conversation, being with Josh or like, I've never, that's never really happened. Like, oh, no, nah, that's, no, nah, we ain't doing that. That's, nah, nah, we ain't doing that. Nah, that's some, nah. Oh, nah. Like, I don't know. It's just never, it's never, never come. Yeah. yeah. In terms of, I, I guess, I like, we identify with um, masculinity, but it, it isn't doesn't define us in a, in yeah, a sense yeah, of like I guess. our relationship. It transcends that. It has nothing to do with like if our girl relation, uh, if our girl Roshan and I would have just as great Good relationship. relationship. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't really mm. have anything to do with that, I think. Was that, I feel like, like was that the question that you were asking? Yeah. Okay, so that is a question I'm asking, but now there's a follow-up question. Yeah. So like, are you like, are you affectionate with your guy friends as well? Yeah, like, yeah I'll be friends. I'll be hugging Josh every time yeah, I see him. OD, yeah. I hug Josh. Yeah. 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 Ain't nothing oh. wrong with ain't nothing wrong with showing the homies love. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> yeah, I think we asked. It's actually really funny because my boyfriend was saying that like his friends like her guys always get weird when he gives them compliments like they feel really uncomfortable so he'll go out of his way to like compliment his guy friends because apparently like I don't know guys are like not as verbal or like affectionate with each other so he'll always like oh man you look really good today and they'll be like what bro that's <laughs> so like that's so fucking corny like that's just like weird I I don't know anyone like that no one in any of my circles are like that like mm. oh why are you complimenting yeah. that that's like that's yeah. that's Yo, why are you looking why are you talking why, why are you saying that man you got a little like why are you acting sus for like yeah so i'm i'm in an echo chamber so yeah. i'm not able to like talk about yeah that kind of perspective like that that's just really really weird to me and my friends like i we compliment each other all the time mm -hmm. i feel like there are people that can't take compliments just because of you know not point. having a high self-esteem and stuff like that that's know, a different that, issue that's a different issue though like that's not like, like Yo, you had to kind of sus. That's not that. That's right, more bro, like, bro, no, I'm not good. I'm not you, good. Yo, those pants look good on you. Pause, bro. That's kind of suspect. Like, like, like bro, <laughs> get the fuck over yourself. Bro. That's so, yeah, it's, it's so, so weird. You yeah. can compliment and say, like, your friend looks good today. Like, yo, you dressed up. You look good. Man, what you trying to, you trying to take me out, bro? Like, relax. Yeah, like, yeah man. I think yeah. a lot of that was normalized in like high school where people like no homo, like pause, whatever. Oh yeah, no homo was in everybody's vocabulary in high school. <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay, now I have another question. Yeah. Cause like I have a lot of guy, gay guy friends, but I feel like it's also really rare to see, I mean, I also might be generalizing, but I also find like it really rare to see like gay guys with like straight guy friends. Like, do you have gay guy friends? Yeah. I yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, know. I think Baruch, I've met and gotten cool with plenty of people that are gay. Yeah. 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 Okay. That was just a random question because, okay. like, like, the conversations I've heard with them is just that, like, sometimes it's hard to, like, still find that connection of, like, just being a good friend without it getting awkward. Like, mm, I don't know. But I feel like it should be the same thing with, like, guy and girl relationships. Yeah, like, if, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. You can, I'm like, interested in you. yeah, every, every, like, that's that whole thing like something going on like no nothing has to like relationship relationships like friendships are friendships you know like it's yeah i, I think the people who have people who have that as a genuine cons concern mm. um have like an ego issue because they think that everyone has sexual tension with them and everyone's trying to <laughs> yeah exactly like man you're not that crazy you're down, not bro. relax like, not everyone's trying to fuck you you're like that's i think that's a separate it's okay it's and okay. i think i'm so <laughs> I think on social media, like yeah. that perspective is perpetuated. There's such like an arrogant culture that it like promotes of, and mm -hmm. same thing with like, oh, during this quarantine, like you'll see who your real friends are. Let's see who reaches out to you to make sure you're okay. Like, whoa, everyone's Bro. dealing with their shit. Like, like, yo, that's so, oh man, that's a whole other thing. The whole like, man, that's, so, oh my God. That, Fantastic, yeah. That's so dumb. Like, bro, like maybe your friend's aunt died. Like, what shit? Like, why are you, like, what kind of nonsense yeah. is that? Yeah. Like, relax. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to answer your question, yeah. Gay, yes. gay, gay friends all, yeah, plenty. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So do you have more female or male friends? And if, like, whichever one you have, who's better? Uh, <laughs> I, more male friends. Yeah, um, I would say more male friends, too. Um, Both are, they just offer different perspectives. They're, they're mm -hmm. you know it's just a different experience with the both of them so 
one isn't necessarily better than the other. I relate to one more than the other, but yeah, a better or worse kind of thing. Who gives better advice? Uh, it depends. It depends on the situation. When it comes to like um, situations of like problem solving, mm. I find I find that like my closest guy friends will often help me rationalize something. But when it mm. comes to like uh, figuring out something uh, where a situation where I need to be like empathetic or uh, is this person going to be hurt by this? Or like, how do I say this in a way where I don't come across like X, Y, Z? Yeah. Definitely girlfriends. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I would say the same. Yeah. I would say the same for sure. Yeah. Okay. Both. I, I think it's it's really important to emphasize and understand that men and women like need one another. It, it isn't like women are, uh, you know, men are better than women. women are, it isn't like any, it isn't a matter of like better. It's like both. Yeah are beautiful being a human is beautiful we should celebrate that being together is you know a great thing josh just always has the right words <laughs> tell you i know right it's yeah. every single time yeah because i am like i just see it perpetuated a lot a lot of yeah. in both directions and it's it's a uh, it's like you got to be careful with that yeah men are fucking trash yes men are trash but you gotta like be careful that's all. There's diamonds in the trash, man. It's kind of like generalizing, right? It's like some men yeah. are trash, some women are trash. Like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it, it's a hot topic of conversation. It's like, oh, do you agree or disagree with this polarized statement of all men are trash? <laughs> agree or disagree? So that's another social media dad, thing. Fuck your uncle. He can go fuck himself. Like. Do you agree or disagree with this? And it's like, bro, like, bro, <laughs> not trash. It's everything so is everything is the complete like constant contrast. I mean, there's no like, yeah. Maybe a little bit of this, maybe a little bit of that. It's like it's either this or that. Pick one. Life is life is too nuanced to make uh blade. Way too nuanced. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. I think there are definitely like situations for me personally where like I strictly need like my girlfriends. If it's like a situation where a guy won't understand like it's something in my body or something that I'm just like another woman needs to give me advice about this one thing. I do agree with what you're saying, Jeff. But then there are like things that you can talk to about a guy with a guy that your girlfriends may not be able to like give you the same support or advice that you need. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I was just speaking to my roommates about this because you always hear, especially like with some girl circles, like, yeah, like I only have guy friends because girls are too much drama. Or I only guys are hella dramatic, friends. bro. Guys are mad dramatic. Mad dramatic. You yeah. ever, you ever, you ever met a frat guy? No, frat yeah. boys are frat mad, boys. Bro. Frat boys mad dramatic, yo. Mad yo, dramatic. you saw what Chad said in the probate the other day. <laughs> Wait, so I'm like, I'm like, really gonna, it's like, bro. <laughs> do guys gossip though? Is like, is this a thing that like guys do? I don't, I don't really gossip like. I, it, so I, I can't really speak on it. None of my sure guys do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, the Russian guys like don't a, gossip. We don't. Yeah, I'm sure guys gossip. Like I don't think gossip is the thing about gossip is there's always there's always a an attraction of hearing something that you're not supposed to hear. Yeah, that's, that's, I feel like that's just natural for any human. Like hearing something that you know wasn't meant for you to hear, but you're hearing it. You're like, mm. it's like oh, juicy. So I've, like <laughs> everybody gossips. You know, if you hear a, if you hear something juicy that you're not supposed to hear, you're gonna you know. Right. I'm naturally like. I'm a nosy person. Like in public, 
if like there's a conversation happening of, of, if i'm in a museum and they're arguing over there i'm like oh shit like what's going on you guys do that in the in the train when you hear something crazy you just put your headphones down yeah, a little bit like, you, you, you pause your headphone you're like oh, what's going on what's happening what's going on here you know but this is kerfuffle happening gossiping about like specific people and or or groups or whatever mm -hmm. i i generally heavily avoid it because uh it, it causes issues in the long run that i don't like happening yeah, same here. I'd I've seen that go go pretty bad before. Yeah, I'd I'd rather be ignorant in those kinds of situations. Um, Women, no. what, what do you think? <laughs> I feel like if you have the right person to gossip with, it's fine. Like when Chanel and I gossip, <laughs> no one is ever going to hear anything we say. Just you ever. Two, so it's fine, right? We just right. need to like blow off some steam, tell each other the tea, let each other know what we know, and that's it. And right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I have. A, I think I also have a problem with just being too oblivious about some things. Not the things <laughs> I hear is other people telling me. Like I know, like <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever been in a case usually where I'm like, "Yo, you heard this? Like you heard like me telling somebody something?" Like it's always like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being oblivious. I feel like that's my problem with some of these things. Like some of the social things that you're not noticing. Like, oh, this person broke up with this person, or like this person hates this person, or this person has beef with this person, or. <laughs> Half the time, I don't even notice. <laughs> I feel like most guys are oblivious to things like this, though. At least yeah. from my experience, I feel like a lot of times guys just aren't as, I don't know, they're just not noticing the same things that I'm noticing, or... I think they don't then. care. I feel like you don't, I don't know. You're not really, you have better things to do. Those things I'm pretty in tune with. Like, I can always tell when... Yeah, you are. Like another person. Roshan mm -hmm. can attest to this. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty observant about, like, what uh where because i'm very i try to be like in tune with like just energies and yeah waves and shit and I, i'm always looking at uh the way that they sift around when certain people are present if mm. you add this person then that person gets like this you take them out they get down but then this person now gets up and it's like okay so that person might not it, it's i'm always yeah. i try to be pretty present when it comes to group settings because uh i think it's important I don't like. I'm just. I'm just not good at that, man. I'm just. I don't like people feeling excluded. I think it came from that, uh, like making yeah. sure that everyone's being listened to and mm -hmm. etc. So yeah. Yeah, I'm the same with that. I'm the same, but I still seem to get it wrong. I don't know how, but yeah. <laughs> it just comes with time, I think. Yeah. Hmm. What do you mean you still get it wrong? I'm just curious. No, because like, um, I think the same thing, like if I'm in group settings, I want to make sure that everyone's like being listened to, that everything's like flowing well. But then sometimes I feel like certain energies I can't pick up on completely and I might make it more awkward than it needs to be because of that. Yeah. Anne-Marie's awfully quiet. <laughs> I think, I, don't know, I, think I read people like super well. And I think I can always tell what people are really thinking or what they really intend. Sometimes mm -hmm. I take it to. Yeah. I disagree with you. I, disagree. I don't think you put it that. I disagree. Why? Why does everybody keep saying this? I'm <laughs> I don't so confident. No, no, I'm serious. I don't listen. I, I speak. I'm trying to speak objectively. I think that it depends. Like sometimes you hit it on the mark, and sometimes you're like, "Yo, what the fuck are you like?" What? Yeah, I think That's it depends. Like way out of field. 
I take things to extremes in my mind and sometimes yeah. I realize that- That's exactly, not- that's why. <laughs> they like, come on, just admit it, blank. And I'm like, what the? Yeah, wait, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, that's so funny though, because I say that to Bill all the time. Like when you say this, you really need this. And he's like, yeah. no, no, I made this, like, I mean what I said. He's, and he's like, that's like a huge leap. I don't know where you came to the conclusion. Then I'll be like, well, X, Y, Z, and then X, Y, Z, and then this is whatever. And he's like, no. I just want this to dinner. Like, no, like it's not. Good. Yeah. Um, you pick up on things, but like you said, you take it to a stream. Like we're on B and you're on Z. Like, yeah. She's like, she makes, she finds the right data, but then she makes the completely different. Yeah. The body is a completely different. You got the thesis statement. Observant. You're very observant, very in tune, but like what you conclude is always yeah. like, bro. True. That's what it <laughs> is. I think my conclusions are based on what I want it to be. So, yeah, I think so, maybe. I live in a fantasy world sometimes. I don't even think it's on what you want it to be. I think it's on what you, on what you want it not to be. Oh, that's so oh, that's true. Interesting. That's interesting. That's, that's so man, true. That's, oh, that was opening. Deep. You opening your third eye right now. Oh man. <laughs> you know, I'm last week, so. <laughs> yeah, because you always make it seem like you like just bigger and like like the worst case scenario when it's like, I'm just hungry. I just, I just wanted something to eat. It's not that I don't love you no more. I just, I just, I'm just hungry. Right. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So back to the guys. <laughs> so a question. Okay. There's a question that we're going to ask you, but just wanted to follow up with what we've been discussing now. Do you guys think that your personality or the way that you present yourself is the same across all your friend groups or is it like unique to your relationship with one another? I can speak on Roshan better than I can speak on me. And he mm-hmm. could probably speak on me. Oh, okay, okay. So, so in regards to Roshan, he's very, very consistent in terms of like who he is. He doesn't really like, he, he's very sensitive just in general to other mm-hmm. people's like situations and stuff. So he doesn't have to do too much uh, chameleon work to mm-hmm. fix anything. He's very, very... Uh, versatile across like all any group that I've seen him a part of whether it's a professional context or we're out partying whatever like he's, he's very he's very him Roshan is a super strong dynamic personality and um yeah I don't I don't see too much change in the sense of like oh man I got you <laughs> here yeah it, it's just Roshan is like he's just very like I've, I've had friends where I've seen them switch up too much and I'm like I like I you know it, it happens but like some people are like straight up like people pleasers they you know they they cater and sometimes even pander towards whatever group they're a part of and when that happens that's when I get weird that's when I'm like all right where are your like what are your intentions here are you are you even a person right now or are you just <laughs> like a pawn trying just to just a 24-7 networker yeah you know <laughs> yeah that's on Roshan though if I can speak on Josh, I would say the one thing, basically agreeing in terms of, I don't think I've ever met someone with this. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be using the right descriptive words, but like Josh's personality is just like, it's so wide. Meaning like, it just like, he has this thing where like, when convert, like he's very good at being genuine with like he's a very genuine but you're a very genuine person so Thank like you. in every every like situation i see you with this a random person and you end up talking like you genuinely want to hear what they're saying like you're 
you were you're really good at connecting with people, which I, which is why I feel like you know you ended up meeting a lot of people and knowing a lot of people. Rook, you're very good at connecting with people, like, and I think that's because just the experience you had. Like, I I don't know if wide person, I, I don't know the right. Like, you just have a breadth of personality where you can just relate on so many different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, like, which is why, like, you go into one room and you're relating to this person talking about this or like they're having a problem with this and you're like genuinely listening, putting your input and the next room, like you come in a room with me and then we start clowning about something and then you go into the next room and then like, yo, somebody just broke up and you're talking to them for like 45 minutes about that. And then the next room, like you just, you're really good at like seeing what somebody is going through and then like empathizing with them and having a genuine conversation with them. Like, so I think that off the board, you're very consistent in that, which is why I like, I don't see you as somebody that has like fake relationships. You know what I mean? Mm. I think Josh is like super dynamic, but he can- Dynamic, that's the word. I was using wide. Yeah. Dynamic. (laughs) Dynamic. He knows how to interact with different groups of people while also still remaining genuine. So he knows how to adapt Mm -hmm. to the different situations. Does that make sense? He's like super adaptable. You're saying I'm fake. You're saying I don't really have a backbone and that I- (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Look who's jumping to conclusions now. Fuck out of here. (laughs) No, thank you. I think you're really good at finding at least one thing to relate to somebody with. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just, something about you just come like, Puts oh, that off. Shucks, you know what I mean? Thanks, dog. <laughs> it's like a post together, ready. <laughs> and Marie, on the other hand. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I. It comes from like I don't. Uh, I, don't, I don't like when like I can always tell when someone's being like fake towards me, mm. and when that happens, I get like severely uncomfortable. And I never, ever, ever want, uh, it, it's a very natural thing that happens for me, like that discomfort. I've tried to be like, all right, like chill out. It's just customer service, like relax. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really but, want me to have a good day? Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. yo, you're so full of shit right now, mother, just tell me my bank <laughs> information. But anyways, like, I never want to ever, like ever give anyone that experience of like, oh, I, I was very uncomfortable uh, talking to Josh. like. He, he was he was very you know plasticky to like I, I have no reason I enter every room as myself I'm very like I know what I'm about and like that that's really that on that I don't uh, change yeah. that or shift. you're also very good at not being like uppity if that's the right word like well, that's not worth my time kind of person yeah you're very good at not doing dismissive. that yeah, yeah. I, I don't I, I avoid being dismissive because. Uh, what I find, I'm not using the right words, man. It's all good, dog. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you use the word. That's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. my vocab just not on, uh, not going well today. I avoid being dismissive to other people's like topics of conversation because what I'll find super trivial and like, yo, I this is petty. Like, I don't want to talk about this. To them, it's the most important thing in their. It could be the most important thing in their world mm. right at that moment. So. Like the, the worst thing is when it's like, all right, like, okay, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. So I don't ever, I, I don't do that. If it's important to you, then uh, it'll be important to me while mm-hmm. we're talking, you know? Well, Emery had a strong work. reaction to that. You know, I don't want to, <laughs> damn, Emery fucking, she, 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 said, she did. Yeah, not me. 
No, I have to take a video for promotional purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this? Oh no. <laughs> you think it's ever worth it though to like tell somebody that something's not as important to you, but like from a place of curiosity where you like, we are like, I don't know much about this, so I've never really explored it, but I'm like interested in knowing more about it from your perspective. Cause I've been in a situation where I'm talking to somebody and something's just like not interesting to me. Like it's not my kind of music or it's not my kind of vibe but I don't want to dismiss that person. So I like very clearly express my, I don't want to say disinterest or if, is this question making sense to you guys? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think you, you answered your own question though. Yeah, like the way that yeah. you just posed it was like a perfect way to tell someone like, <laughs> hey, tell me something more about, you know, yeah, not something I'm necessarily. So what I'm asking is like, how do you do that? Because I don't know how to do it well. I'll just like sit I feel there. Like you just did it. Like you did. Like what you did is the right. Like that's how I would do it too. You're saying like, this is not something that I'm accustomed to yeah. or I really listen to, but. You know, like, tell me more about, like, what are you, you know, like, why do you like it so much? Like, why like, this and that? You just tell them, teach me. Like, so what's, like, A, A, B, and C? Like, what is, what is this word? Like, why are you, what is that, why is that significant? And you just do it in a way that's sensitive. If I'm not, if I'm, like, not disinterested because of a personal, if I'm disinterested because of a personal reason, mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with whether I'm curious about the topic of conversation, I'll tell someone, yo, like, I'm not a good listener right now. <laughs> right. like I'll, I'll say that and then they'll they'll that'll say everything that they need to know about like where i'm gonna be mm -hmm. say, i'm not a good listener right now so like if that doesn't matter to you which it typically does if that doesn't matter to you like go off but like i'm not like it's gonna be in one ear and then very little will stay most of it will go out the other you know okay yeah yeah i feel like that's what anita does she'll just sit there like she'll be listening to the person whatever and they'll be like oh do you get that and she's like uh-huh and then after i'm like oh nita what were you guys talking about i got no idea no. <laughs> it rarely happens but when it happens it's bad right. yeah. that was a part of the interview and you just needed some life advice <laughs> fire love it what'd you say Fire, love it. <laughs> there she goes. So this is a, okay. So this is a bit of a segue. But do you yeah. guys have a bro code, or things that are non-negotiable in your relationship? Bro code is antiquated and based on objectifying women. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> bro code is toxic. It's, it, we don't. We don't have that. We got oh. a human code. We got <laughs> human code. Human code. Human code. No, don't you have a girl code? I think there what? is a girl code, which is not, I wouldn't say it's toxic. And I think you could have a bro code that isn't toxic. I think what we know bro code to be is toxic, but if you have like yeah. one, one within your relationship with Roshan, you know, like um, things that are like, I don't know. You tell me. I think it depends. Like for us, for girls, like we, there might be some toxic girl code stuff, yeah. but then there's other codes that are necessities, I, I would say. Yeah. I think a code, um, means that you're setting up parameters for obligation. This is okay, yeah. this is not okay. And as soon as you make relationships, um, romantic or not, about mm -hmm. obligation and about like, here are a list of things you can and cannot do. As soon as but you I think do you that- can have, You can have expectations of people. I way. agree. I think sure. the the expectations and boundaries are, are healthy. I, I yeah, do absolutely. think though that if you're in a healthy relationship with someone, friendship or not, yeah, like you you would never do something to intentionally hurt that person. If you know, like if if I'm doing something that's related to Josh and in my head, I'm back in my head, I'm like, yo, 
this might really hurt Josh or yeah. piss him off this, that I'm not going to do it. Like the, the best relationships are it's when it's, it's not in what is expressed while communication is important. It's mm -hmm. important to like state, Hey, here are my boundaries, here are my expectations. The best cream of the crop relationships are, mm -hmm. um, are, are based in not in what's said, but in what's not said. Just it, understood. It's just what's understood mutually. And uh, once you understand that principle, a lot of relationships that you make um, sort of just, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Fly, fly, the, uh, they go, like it, it's just a great, it turns into yeah. a really great Don't thing. come to me for worse today. Cause I've been, <laughs> I've been down bad. It's, it's been a, it's been a long day, but yeah, it, it, at the end of the day, um, yes, absolutely. Everyone has expectations and standards. There's mm -hmm. things I don't like, uh, when, uh, they happen in, in friendships or in conversation, but, um, all of my closest friends, it's sort of an inherent thing. Like they, they understand how I am. They, and those things don't have to be stated, you know? Cause when you do that, it's like, oh, okay. That's the, uh, that's, that's the, the big red button. Don't push the big red button. And it's like, uh, it, it turns into like a weird tension thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I never envisioned like a, a bro code being something that you literally sit down and like write out or speak about. <laughs> I feel like it's more like, okay, I don't like when my friends don't hold themselves accountable for things they've done, right? And so this just make my friends know. And then if someone were to violate like that or like make me upset about something, yeah, then yeah. Thing you would have to talk about later on and be like, hey, like you did this thing and it upset me. And to I, us, I think that's such an obvious thing. Yeah, like it's not, a, that's just, you know, being kind, like that's being a good, it's being, friend, a, good you know, it's being a good person. <laughs> like, so it's not like a necessary. People. Like not everyone's a good person, you know? And sometimes when you have a friend, like you, that's why like sometimes friendships drop off, right? Cause you don't, like, you don't know. Maybe that person seemed like a good friend in the beginning, but they're not like. Right, right, right. I, I haven't had that experience with both. <laughs> Uh, yeah. if if there was a case like that i probably wouldn't be friends with that person you know right yeah. I, i've had instances where someone will cross the line and then as soon as i see you i'm big on loyalty so as soon as i see you differently in terms of like where your intentions are hmm. like that's it there's no uh there's no turning back from that and it's not like a grudge thing or anything it's just like okay i know what the uh what your in what your priorities were hmm. between us so like I can't, this, this can no longer be a thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, I, I, I don't even, I don't have to say it. I just will stop talking to the person and just float, sort of float apart. Yeah. Okay. So the next question we have is a spicy one, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's like kind of spicy. So yeah, if you were dating is. somebody, like is your loyalty more to your guy friend or to your significant other? I, I think it's like, <laughs> question you know, we, should have a break, we should have a breakout room like let one answer then the next answer then the next. <laughs> yeah let's okay. one of them out right I'll, now I'll, I'll stay quiet first go ahead Rose. No, anyway. <laughs> oh my god no that's this too hard man it's a it's a layered question da, 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 i think the answer also is depending on how long you've been dating the person as well well yeah there's all like the thing is like most friendship like if it's a friendship then you know you're gonna know that you're probably gonna have known that person longer than you've known the significant other sure, yeah but then on the flip side a significant other is basically a friend but to the next level so it's like something greater than a friend you know like so that relationship's on a whole different level yeah. like my okay you know what my thing is if if i if i had a significant other and with my friends there would have to be 
respect between the both. And they would both also have to be, you know, respect each other and be cool with each other. So like, if there was a case where it was like, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me, then that's mm -hmm. one side just, you know, in my opinion, just why are you doing that? Like, why are you making me choose between two people that I love? Like that's, mm -hmm. you know. Like a, like a good friend would understand that some, that their friend is in a relationship with somebody. So there are those boundaries now. Mm -hmm. And then a good significant, like, like a significant other that cares about the person that they're with will understand that this person has a loving relationship with their friend that they've known for many years that they also care for and yada, yada. So but if, having a good friend and having a good significant other means that they also understand the, right. you know, the complexities and the love in both relationships and boundaries in both relationships, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I, I think what I was going to say about the question was, first, can you ask it again? <laughs> and I don't listen. I want, no, no, I, I know the question. I just want to hear if a certain specific thing was said. I just want mm -hmm. to clarify. Because so if you were dating somebody, yeah, is your loyalty more to your guy friends or to your significant yeah. other? Okay, the word more. So the, the, the notion that like, uh, it, it's a presumptive question. It's based on two assumptions, which is first that relationships are uh, done on like a scale basis. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes they are. Sometimes there's a scale. Okay. Hold on. First, <laughs> it's based on like, oh, uh, my girlfriend, I have higher amount of loyalty than with my best friend who I have. If my girlfriend 10 out of 10 loyalty, me and my best friend 9.5 out of 10 loyalty. And it's like, that's not how it works. And um, the second thing is that uh, like if you're with someone for like a longer period of time or in a certain context with someone for a longer period of time, mm -hmm. then it'll be like more or less important. There mm -hmm. are people that I have met and that I've known for two, three months that I've developed a stronger relationship with them than a person that I've known for two, three years. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it depends on the person and it always will. And the person who's telling you you have to pick mm -hmm. that's the person to be less loyal to doesn't matter which if it's yeah. the other or the friend but the person that's making it about obligation mm -hmm. uh is coming from a bad place and mm -hmm. that that's the person that you know you can probably probably do without mm -hmm. and for a lot of people it's, it's a it's a hot take because for a lot of people that sounds like their mothers that sounds like you know, <laughs> sibling you know that sounds like someone really you might have you laugh because you take it you know it's a personal thing and, and it is for a lot of people and it's a lot of people's situations but it's it's a it perpetuates a really really bad thing and I think we gotta sort of let go of that I think I think over time we will yeah for sure yeah. I think what's difficult about it is like for a significant other you don't know how long that relationship is going to last but this relationship you have with your friends like unless they do something to hurt you or whatever like these are people that should be in your life forever right but like i don't know like romantic relationships sometimes come and go so it's always just something to consider or think about like i don't right. know like how do we give like equal amounts of time to both or how do we figure out like which is not that one is more valuable but which one um we should devote more time to or something like how do you split your time how do you figure that out right hmm. Yeah, that's that's a lot to think about in terms of like uh, uh, dedicating time to to people because everyone's requirements are different. Like mm -hmm. Roshan, for example, I don't have to see him every three months. You know, we've how many times have we seen each other, dog, during the like, handful? I'd say just a picnic, rooftop, 
Um, and then, uh, did we drive somewhere together? Yeah, yeah. we, uh, Basil, 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 yeah, yeah. So there you go. And then, and so you've seen each other. That's actually pretty fucking, that, that's not bad. Considering it's not bad. <laughs> that's not, that's <laughs> not really that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you've seen each other three times, maybe four during this period of time. And I know, like, it's okay. Whereas with someone else, like, they might want to see me or I might want to see them more because like we know that that's like that that being in person is like the basis of our connection it, it all really depends yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah well okay guys so we're gonna wrap it up with a few more questions sweet so <laughs> i wanted to ask what is one thing that you want you um okay i'm gonna repeat uh <laughs> what's something you want your friends to improve in uh, what's something that you think that's great about them? Um, yeah. I tell I tell Roshan all the time to uh, quit his job and surrender to music production. Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh, yes! I was like, yes, bro, yes, yes. The job, trick to 9 to 5. I will give you plugins, bro. I will give you <laughs> software and shit. And you just focus in on this shit. It'll take you literally six six months to get like decent and like a year where you're like better than a lot of people because you have such a natural inclination for it, bro. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's, you do be telling me that a lot. You do be yeah, telling me that a lot. That's my thing. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, your parents would hate it, of course. But <laughs> Roshan, is this something you agree with? Like, is that something you think you need to do for yourself as well? I know for a fact, like, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever just up and quit Right. I mean, like, it'd probably be better for my mental if I do, but... I'm dramatic. Like, I'll tell them to do that. Well, know? yeah, because, I mean, I know necessarily like, what I'm doing right now is not something that I, you know... Yeah. Not like it's just kind of out of, you know, oh, this pandemic, employed, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But I definitely know that I need to, you know, at least casually, you know, play music, produce music, like, just do it, you know, do it casually. Like, I remember, like, in high school... I played so much more music when I was in high school. And I like, I remember how much of a positive impact it had just all my life, you know, just always playing music. Like this it's man just, is so naturally gifted, so talented. It's going to me, so make me people, blush. So, so many people just don't know it. His rhythmic edge, how like, how natural it is for him. And there, it's a shame because so many people do it and it isn't natural for them. Whereas with you, it's like, it's natural for you. You're the kind of person who would like be good in this kind of thing, but you're not and that's i don't like want to put pressure or anything <laughs> dog you're you know you got a gold mine in your head that's love yeah that's real that's beautiful. <laughs> I always that's love. that was so cute man that's gonna be very hard to follow up dog <laughs> it's all good bro <laughs> one problem i do have though in general i have a i have a very like i'm not great at being like critical of people it's always been a thing that I have, hmm. you know, like I've always just had a thing that's like, you know, there's always, I don't know. I've never, I've never just focused on critical aspects, which I guess is bad in, in some sense because everybody should have that. Mm-hmm. But if I would say one thing for Josh that I would say what to improve on, man, you do a lot of things. You do a lot of things. Great, man. You do a lot of things. Great. I appreciate that, bro. Go ham. Don't worry about it. Uh, man. <laughs> I feel like in certain, like a lot of times, at least with, it's, it's necessary for like, this is in terms of music. Sometimes like, I feel like you, you do this a lot with your music and like the art you make or just things that you create 
sometimes you also get kind of hard on yourself with the, you know, the, the work that you're doing, you know what I mean? I like, at least to me sometimes, I mean, it's important because it's very important to be critical of your own work, but also like, I think you also have to sometimes step back and realize like what I'm doing is really good as well, which I like, I know you do, but I also feel like sometimes you get a little hard on yourself as well with the stuff that you're doing. You know, I guess part of being a perfectionist in art. I, I just hold myself, I try to hold myself to a high standard. You hold yourself to a very high standard, which yeah. is really good. But also, I think you also have to sit back and realize, like, yeah, I'm doing good work. I try not to think about that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like, you, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I think it's good every now and then to sit back and realize, like, you know, like, there's always room to improve. But what I'm doing is it's, I'm doing good work. Hmm. I, I appreciate that, bro. Sorry. It kind of reminds me of what we were talking about before, where like some people are not able to receive compliments, even if they're well-deserved compliments. And that maybe might be like being able to accept that you are worthy of the appreciation that you get. But also Josh is also like, you're also like an artist in the truest sense, like just all around. So I just think artists in general also have that thing of like, yo, there's always something that I can do to make this better or something like that, you know? So like, he's awfully quiet. Yeah, because artists are always suffering. They're always trying to create their own misery. <laughs> they just want to sit and stew so they can write songs about their misery. It's That's exactly. Josh. That's no, no. Josh wants to get hurt. It's like he can he can tell us about it. I just really, I really don't. I don't like when artists sort of like generate like a mystique or like yeah. a pain to make themselves like it's it's weird to me, but. Uh, <laughs> I think Roshan uh, knows me differently from how Anne-Marie might know me in the sense of uh, like, like I'm very, I'm very hard on myself, but I am like, I'm proud of my accomplishments. And like, yeah, yeah, uh, you like, you definitely are pretty, like, I know that yeah. for a fact. It's just like, I've also seen you create a process wise. It's like, uh, okay. I guess it's just like the, the plight of the artist as well. Not the plight of the artist, just being an artist, you're obviously gonna be just extremely critical of the stuff that you do. Yeah, you know? right. I think something I really appreciate about Josh is that he knows his accomplishments and it's not that he brags about them, but he takes ownership of them. So like, oh, he, yeah. yeah, I think he does. Like he knows he's like, okay, I'm good at this thing. I might not be great at this other thing and I need to be better at that, but I am good at like X, Y, Z. He never thinks it's like a big deal. He'll never be like, oh, like this is a huge accomplishment. But I think deep down he knows like, okay, I'm good. Like, I could always be better if I'm good at this. Did you just compliment me? No. <laughs> Dude, this is something I'll be better at than the critical <laughs> side. This is definitely I'll be something. To judge. This is, this is definitely something I'll be better at than the critical side. Because I'm just not good at being critical. But one thing that I really, really like about Josh in general, like not even just outside of music, outside of art and everything, you're really good, at least in my eyes, in like seeing the best in people. Mm. I disagree. Really? I think it depends. I, I think it depends on like, uh, if I, if the person's a good person and I know mm -hmm. heart of hearts that they're a good person, I'll root for you. I'll see the best in you. If I know that your intentions are in the wrong place and that you're well, doing yeah. for selfish reasons, yeah, it's like, you're, it's not worth my time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You just, I just, I just feel like you're just really good at seeing the best in people. Yeah, and then yeah. On top of that, like that plus kindness, like, you know, I just, I feel like you, put that energy out a lot, which I really appreciate. Thank you, man. But Anne-Marie has different thoughts, but yeah. Yeah, but as Anne-Marie, man, I don't know what to do with Anne-Marie. What do you think, Anne-Marie? <laughs> what do I think about what? I'm getting lost in this conversation. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much going on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see the best in people. Oh, 
I think you, like you said, I think that's pretty accurate. You see the best in good people and then you see the worst in people that are really bad. People you don't yeah, maybe I rephrase. You're good at, you're good at seeing people. Seeing people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true, that's really true. Yeah, yeah. Word, I think you're definitely good at the same, Roshan. I think Roshan's really good at like um, hyping, like if someone's like down, he's good at getting them up. Always, always, always. He's very, like if he's in a room, immediately brightens the room that's so true any room he's a part of he makes it yeah. brighter he's a very radiant person very very loving very uh and like always energy energized even when he's down he's yeah. up it's crazy like it's when he's like i've seen on his not good days when he's like yeah man i've you know just been struggling he's still fucking cracking jokes he's still making other people happy naturally he's not like trying to do it or anything it's just his existence people are always happy to see Roshan, happy to have him around. And this guy. he's amazing, yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I'll say the same thing about you. That's all, I don't know. Shucks. I mean, you the same thing, Amory, not so much. But... I'm telling you, man, Amory a little outlier. I don't know, man. No, but- Every time I used to walk into the suite and Amory saw me, she gave me a little bit of a side eye, like, oh. That's just because I like to play around. I just like to tease. But honestly, like anytime I've been in a bad mood and I was in student government, if Roshan was around, I always felt better. Always, always, always. always. Like without a doubt, every single time. Like I would be in my office, like about to cry and Roshan would just fucking barge in. And Murray. For whatever reason. And I just be like, oh, I love this man so much. (laughs) Yeah, it just always makes you feel better. Dog, you mean a lot to a lot of people. You're a very, very powerful person. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Likewise to both of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I hate to interrupt the love fest, but we have our last question. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of connects to the theme for the season, which is just about growing up, growing pains, being an adult, if you consider yourself one now. Um, but what I want to ask is, what excites you the most about growing up? Oh, uh, wow. That's tough. Great question. I don't think I've ever been asked that question before. Yeah. What I really wanted to ask was what excites you the least about growing up, but I've been told this is a negative question and we can't end episodes on it. So (laughs) you can ask either. Um, I think it is hard. If the first thing that would come to mind, I would say is I'm excited to see like how much more I mold myself and what I become like in 10 years, you know, like if, like, cause I know like where I'm at right now is not where I just want to constantly stay at. So how I'm going to change and how I'm going to mold and how I'm going to, you know, where I'm going to be, if that makes sense, what I'm going to be doing, not in terms of like, oh, rich and famous, but like, what am I going to be doing? You know, how am I going to be this, you know, I really get, this is a very hard question. <laughs> Yeah, I'd I'd, uh, I'd echo that sentiment by saying like uncertainty. Mm. It could be equally terrifying, but also like just as energizing mm-hmm. or exciting. Not knowing where I'm going to be uh, five years from now, ten years from now, it can it can paralyze you. It can make you go like, oh, what? Like, am I doing the right things now? But it also is like, oh, it's all in my hands. Like, I can, I'm good, and like I'm here right now. I'm. 20 x years old in 10 years i'll be 30 x years old like what that's that's a you know whole plethora of experiences that i can have dope okay balls in my court yeah yeah i could it could get like at least sometimes when you think about the future and the uncertainty like it is possible mm-hmm. it could get daunting especially when you're like 
I think with the the whole thing with Baruch, like I was a finance major, Baruch thing, like everybody, a lot of people at Baruch that are finance majors kind of got the next, you know, 35 years mapped out. <laughs> That's fine. You know? It's like three years, I'm going to do this. And six years, I'm being associate. And, you know, and 10 years, I'm going to do this. And then so then if you try to like, at least for me, if I try to, to, to jump into that mindset, I'm like, damn, I'm not doing this one. I should be doing this right now. Then I got to do this right now. And then they already started doing this right now. And then to get to this right now and this right now. And then like the more I've been home and then I started working and then like there's so many people that like their life just complete 180 just randomly mm. like that you just can't expect like people that go from being like like surgeons to like a stand-up comedian like just like it just got complete flip and like you know just it's unexpected and it's just right. you, it's something you have to accept but also be excited for that like, the possibilities like, the possibilities are endless. Mm. Word. Yeah, it's no real way to like plan, you know. How about you guys? You plan, but no real way. Yeah, yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, I don't know. Like Roshan, when you were talking about like the finance person's plan being like so set out, for some reason that completely scared me for like me to have to follow like this path in my life where I felt like maybe two years ago when I was maybe a junior at Baruch, like not having my life planned out would have been the thing that scared me the most. But the fact that I don't know what next year will possibly look like for me where I could be living what job I could be doing if I even have a job like that feeling of like the unknown excites me so much like you don't know who you can meet what ventures you could go on and I don't know I feel like if I had this plan for my life I just followed it like the the best parts of life like that feeling of excitement and adventure would I don't know it would be gone at least that's the feeling I have so like I like the idea of like growing up and jumping into the unknown of all the possibilities that could be out there for you I don't know I think for me I'm a little bit different I'd prefer to have my path all mapped out and the fact that I don't overwhelms me and stresses me out a little bit um especially because I've realized lately like there's no such thing as having a plan like Know, life just does whatever it wants with your plans and you just have to mm -hmm. be okay with that and learn how to adapt so for me I think it's more about seeing how I react to challenges like that and how I handle them and how I grow as a person because right now like it's been pretty paralyzing I'd say to see like how things are changing and not knowing what I'm doing and having to like take these leaps of faith when I don't know if it's the right decision I like to know that like what I'm doing is the right thing to do and apparently there's like no right thing to do in life so um I just have to like come to terms with that <laughs> and kind of figure out how to I don't know, make the best of it. Mm. Anita? Um, so I think the first person who really made me think closely about it was my advisor in high school. When I was hanging out with him and he was just telling me like, when I'm done with being a teacher, I want to like travel the world. And that was the first time I'd ever met somebody who was like doing one profession and was already planning to do another. Cause in my mind, I always thought you had to like stick to one thing and do that for your whole life. But I feel like now I'm such a curious person. Like I'm starting doula training because I love babies and I want to like be able to do that. And then I want to be an event planner and then I want to travel a little bit and I want to do so many different things with my life. And I'm only not realizing that I have enough time to do it all. I just have to be strategic about how I do it, but also not put too much pressure on myself about, you know, being the best at each thing can also just be an experience that I choose to embark on and enjoy and take away whatever I want to take away from it. Well, the one thing that I have to do is be a mom. That is like, <laughs> I need to, that's like the number one thing. I was put on earth to have babies. One thing I gotta do is be Anita's 
baby's auntie. <laughs> are you trying to be a doula, like certified? What? Are you trying to be a doula, like certified? Yeah, I'm starting on right. December 12th, my training. That's dope as hell. Fire as hell. I love That's it. That's dope. Wow. How long is like, what's the, like, how long of a training is that? Um, I have to double check because December 12th is just the orientation, but then the training starts like after you do the orientation. So if you get selected and if you are like still interested in doing it, I think it's like a few months and then mm. you get certification. Wow. Oh, you guys have babies. <laughs> You'll be perfect. Let your wives know. Let your wives know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, before we get into talking about babies and stuff, uh, I just want to really thank you guys for coming on, Joshua and Roshan. Like, this was amazing. Uh, do you talk about your bromance? Like, I said on like a thousand times. Like, <laughs> in my head, yeah. In my head. Also, I love yeah, one thing I'm going to ask is that like you dropped so many artist names on here. So like I don't know if you can make us a little mixtape, uh, tell us some names, <laughs> like a name, like list of names that like you think our audience could like probably be interested in. Ooh. There's one artist that I heard like hmm. Beach House, bro. They're like they're popping now. Yeah, no, they are like yo. Space song, they're like the alternative, I think. Yeah, it's their genre. Space right. songs are really uh, good. We'll, song. we'll make a playlist, I think. Yeah, give yeah. us a little name at least, and then we could, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't mm -hmm. know, we'll make like a room two. Wait, what's our name? Three, two, two, eight. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, Chanel, it's late. <laughs> no, it's, late. Yeah, yeah, it's late, it's like 2 a.m. over there. <laughs> I guess we should let you guys go and let Chanel go. Um, before she falls asleep on camera. Well, thank you everybody for listening. I'm Anita. I'm Chanel. I'm Anne Marie. I'm Roshan. And I'm Josh. And we're, and we're the, the girls. girls the girls. Yeah. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>